Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. Before we go any further, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. If you want to stay up to date with all that's happening in the Tan and J-Man Show Nation, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tan and J-Man Show. Hope you guys enjoy this episode, so stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of the Tan and J-Man Show. We're live for the first time in a few weeks. Got the uh, uh, kinks worked out, I guess uh, you could say. Um, it was rough not being uh, live, uh, although we could say pretty much whenever we wanted, which is kind of nice. But anyway, this episode is brought to you by The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a hand-crafted cocktail, The Damn Landing is the place to be. The Damn Landing is a bar and grill located in beautiful Lake Manitou. Focuses on freshness and quality. The Damn Smoke is here every single week. And it will feature <laughs> barbecue and steaks. In addition, you can wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best micro brews and domestic flavors, or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Take in the fantastic views of Lake Manitou in their beer garden or outdoor bar area. Whether it be boat or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be. Located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester, Indiana. What up there, t How's it going, J-Man? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. How was your weekend? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Even yesterday? No. No? Not so much? No. See, my yesterday was good, but my Friday night was awful. I was going to say, you, when des- it comes to sports, you so. deserve something good to happen. After, so it was, uh, I was, I was full prepared for just a bad sports weekend. I, uh, you know, it was my pleasure to provide that, uh moment of good for you appreciate that you're, can you, can you're you, welcome can you do that more often Nah, only time mm. i felt bad for you it's the only reason why um my team let your team win they <laughs> i have i phoned them in um and i said you know what we're in a decent spot right now we got the uh, jets and the Bengals coming to town so you know what we can throw tanner bone let him let his uh pro football team get a win appreciate that you're welcome hey you're welcome well, are you ready for the uh, birdie bogey question? Let's hear it. Okay, it's football season, of course. We've we've known that for a long time. It is November. But usually, we'd be creeping into Heisman Trophy season, but that's not going to happen until January mm-hmm. this year. But my trivia question revolves around the Heisman Trophy. There has been three wide receivers since the start of the Heisman Trophy back in 1935 to win it. Can you name two of them? I know one of them. You're halfway there. <laughs> Um, I know two of them. Well, you wait till the end. Hopefully I remember them by then. <laughs> Jay, uh, what was that? That was Birdie Bogey. I almost did the book at Prediction of the Week read there. Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC. Fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, NobleGnomeLLC.com. Get your veggies. No pause this week. No pause, no uh, strain no. of the of the throat. No, uh, I was doing some damage to my vocal cords. Um, had to lay off this week. My doctor told me, uh, my throat specialist. Oh, really? Told okay. me <laughs> to not do the, yeah, this week. So. Probably, probably get a good call there, doc. Yep. Uh, it is time for on this day. I forgot it's my, I'm a little flustered tonight. Yeah, I apologize. You're, you're, not in, you're not in your smooth, uh, <laughs> smooth, uh, on this day, operating system in 1947, Washington Redskins Sammy Baugh passes for six touchdowns versus the Chicago Cardinals. 
Yes. Who won the National League Rookie of the Year in 1960 on this day? 1960. Yep. How about Ernie Banks? Nope. Frank Howard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Who won the National League MVP on this day in 1962? Nope. Mari Wills. Yeah. Good good call with a nope. Who won the Heisman in 65? Staubach. Mike Garrett. What about Staubach? He's probably a little earlier than that one. Probably, I imagine. Um, let's see. 1968, the Milwaukee Bucks made their first NBA trade. They gave up Bob Love and Bob Weiss to the Chicago Bulls for the classic Hall of Famer Flynn Robinson. I'm just kidding. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. I was going to say, I, 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 I believe you. I mean, I don't know. But uh, <laughs> cool. The, uh, the Bucks have been on the on this day segment quite a bit lately. Yeah, that was their first ever trade. Who won the Canadian Football League Grey Cup in 1980? Let's go with the, um, the Rough Riders. Incorrect. Edmonton. I don't know if it's still a team. I don't follow the Canadian Football League. Eskimos. Sounds right. Beat. Actually, I think they changed their name within the past year or two. Really? Due to some backlash, maybe, when the Redskins or Washington was looking into changing from the Redskins to the Washington football team. Interesting. I think. I should fact check that. They outclassed, according to this, the Hamilton Tiger Cats, 48 to 10. I know they're still... Yes, I remember that one. Um, bunch of bunch of tennis. Uh, 1988, Wayne Gretzky, the great one who uh, the J-Man shares a birthday with. Who's who's the most famous person on your birthday, sports-related? You know? I think it's uh, Yammer Yager. That's pretty good. Another hockey guy, too. Wayne Gretzky, I share a birthday with him. Vince yeah, Carter as well. Ellen, one. Ellen DeGeneres. Paul Newman. Chris Farley. That's a that's a real good one. Mm-hmm. Lucky. Scores the 600th NHL goal. 1988, the New York Yankees, Tanner's favorite team, mm-hmm. signs free agent second baseman Steve Sachs to a three-year contract. Um, <laughs> 1989, the Bounty Bowl, as they call it. I'd never heard of it until right now. The Philadelphia Eagles defeat the Dallas Cowboys 27-0 at Thanksgiving in an ill-tempered game after which Cowboys coach Jimmy Johnson accuses Eagles coach Buddy Ryan of placing bounties on players. Oh, so it wasn't Greg Williams this time? Not this time. Okay. Um, Good old Jimmy J. 1991, the Sacramento Kings... Ends the NBA's longest road losing streak. How many games did they get? How many games in a row did they lose on the road? On the road. Let's go with 42. Oh, my gosh, 43. Oh. <laughs> I, I thought you'd say like 20-something. I, I was going to go 30s. I'm like, eh, let's just go let's just shoot, for the, shoot for the stars there. That's brutal. It's keen stink. Brigham Young University quarterback Ty Detmer finishes with then-NCA career. With a record 4,031 yards passing the season. Been shattered since. Yeah, Timmy Chain shattered it, didn't he? And then Colt Brennan. I'm sure um, Patrick Mahomes shattered the four. It's only 4,000 yards. People do that all the time. What, single season? In the single season. Oh, I thought we were talking career. Um, well, I'm going to look it up. Like, I think even. Burrow did last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dwayne Haskins blew by it. Yeah. Um, he finished with 15,000 yards in his career. I'm sure that's been passed, too. Um... Who won the 53rd NASCAR Sprint Cup in 2001? 01 Sprint Cup. Let's go. Dale Sr. passed away that year. Mm, crud. Um, let's go with Gordon. 
Pittsburgh's own Jeff Gordon. All right. Wow. Who won the Canadian Football League Grey Cup in 2008? Uh, the Blue Bombers are never good from Winnipeg. <laughs> Going to Rough Riders again. Calgary Stampeders right. defeat Montreal Alouettes. 66,000 people were there. Second highest 10 Grey like Cup game. They football up there. Yeah. Uh, not going to read that one about the suicide bomber. That's probably good. Um... On this day in 2018, Phil Mickelson claimed $9 million the winner takes all prize in dramatic match play golf duel with Tiger Woods. The match three is coming up Friday. It is Phil Mickelson and Charles Barkley against Peyton Manning and <laughs> Steph Curry. Phil Mickelson and Chuck, man. Interesting little match. That is, because Charles bad enough. Yeah, that Phil's going to have to do it by himself. Makes it pretty, because I think Steph's, Steph's pretty good. good. And, and Peyton's pretty good. Um, Peyton's pretty good. Because the match two was Peyton... And um, Tiger versus Phil and Tom Brady. And Tom Brady. That was so. like in May-ish? Yeah. It was, was it? like the first televised sport yeah. in a long time. Yeah, it was like early May or yeah. so. Uh, that is all we have on this day. And I don't have the read-up. I am slacking. I can tell you uh, it's uh, the On This Day segment is brought to you by Proformer Print House. But let me get the read-up. You would think I would memorize it by now. We've been doing it this whole year. But uh, if you're working for a trust, if you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company picnic, or sales meeting, Proforma Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for a fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company. Give them a call today at five seven four two one zero three eight one five. Print some stuff. Got the water bottle on you. It's in my office. It's in his office. They make cool stuff, though. Yes, they do. Starting this thing off tonight, um, Cubs had some big news here uh, past week or so. You kind of called it uh, two or three weeks ago. Uh, Theo Epstein has resigned um, as president of baseball operations. Um, Thought it could happen. His contract was up after next year. Um, It was very, very likely he wasn't going to be back. He always mentioned 10 years being the watermark. Um, and so he stepped down. Jed Hoyer's taken over his spots. So they're looking for a GM now, but, uh, man, the Theo Epstein era started off terribly. They completely tore it down from, uh, 2012 through 2014. Got great draft picks. Um, got to draft Chris Bryant, guy like Kyle Schwarber, um, because they were bad. Um, and they made some very shrewd trades when they were selling guys off. Uh, you know, their first, their first trade, they made was one of the probably one of the worst trades Theo Epstein ever made. They traded DJ LeMayhew and Tyler Colvin to the Colorado Rockies um, for Ian Stewart and Casey Weathers. After that, he hit on about every single trade he did up until 2016 or so. Um, the second trade he made sold high on Andrew Kashner, got the captain, Anthony Rizzo, um, and then probably his most famous one besides the Rizzo one was trading. Uh, Scott Feldman and Steve Clevenger to the Orioles for uh, Pedro Strope and Jake Arrieta, who ends up winning a World Series. Um, He took over a job that was deemed impossible, and he freaking did it, winning a World Series in 2016. Um, So I will forever be indebted to uh, Theo Epstein. Didn't go great at the end of his tenure. Uh, He turned them into a consistent winner. Um, but I think his next appearance at Wrigley Field, it will be a deafening 
ovation for him. So, thank you, Theo. I know you're. I know you're watching tonight. <laughs> Just you saying his next appearance at Wrigley will be a deafening appearance. I can't wait till we have crowds back. Yes, I cannot I wait. Just, I, th- I, I think by mid, I don't know about mid season. I think they'll start off at like maybe twenty five to fifty percent crowds, but hopefully by mid season baseball we can have full crowds there. Um, cause I hope so, man. Sports it's, are really missing it. Yeah, I mean, it's, it just. I mean, the gameplay is pretty much the same, but you're just missing that crowd factor. Sure. And I'm sure the players are missing it even mm-hmm. worse. Yep. Um, so. Thank you, Theo. <laughs> yeah, Theo did wonders in Boston, then Chicago. Uh-huh. Please don't tell me he's going to be uh, in the secondary team in New York next. Yeah, he's been mentioned as maybe um, Mets Stay or away. Phillies. That's um, fine. Go to Phillies. But I think his most likely venture is to join an ownership group, yeah. uh, which could be. I mean, he could join the Mets ownership group because Steve Cohen just bought him for a ungodly Could he do something like Billy Bean? Billy Bean's, though, not even going to really work in baseball. He's going to be working more in yeah. soccer. Really? Is that what? Because mm-hmm. I saw he's going to be part huh. of their, working with their Premier League team. Um, whatever Theo does, he does pretty dang well. Um, he could really change the world. I really would love for him to be the next Major League Baseball commissioner. I thought you were going to say the president of the United or States, or the president of the United <laughs> States too. Um, he he actually said because they actually were rumored maybe he'd get into politics yeah. and stuff. But he said, I don't know why anyone would want to get into politics. You're under a microscope. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your family's ridiculed. All that. I don't know why anyone would want to do that. Uh, but he'll do good in whatever venture comes next to him. Uh, sounds like he's going to take the year off, uh, which is probably he has so much money. Yeah. And he's he's a Hall of Fame exec already, and he's 46 years old. I mean, he broke an 86-year curse in Boston, 108-year curse in Chicago. I mean, what else can he do? He's accomplished everything he can in baseball. Yeah, he really has. I, so. Yep. Now the air is over. Jed, you better get some offense, buddy. <laughs> you heard it. G- Jed, you heard it from the J-Man. <laughs> One J-Man to the other. So, But uh, we're going to get right into it. This uh, episode's kind of ra- revolved around our Big Ten basketball edition. Mm-hmm. We usually would have done this a couple weeks back, I feel like. Uh, two weeks back, maybe. Three weeks yeah, back. Yeah, they usually start the season around like the first Friday or yeah. t- Tuesday of November. Yeah. Um, so a little, so little late, a little late but not as late as the Big Ten football one mm-hmm. was, or the college football edition, I should say. Um it's got to be a weird year. It's got to be different. Or a year unlike anything we've ever seen. There's going to be no crowds at Big Ten uh, venues. Really no crowds, I don't think, across the whole landscape of college basketball, yeah. as far as I know. Our, well, Butler's having 25%. I did see that. So there are Our, some. Um, is the Big Ten going to allow f- um, family? Because they're doing that for football. Of course, you can spread them out. I mean, you could spread them as out As far as I know, too. families of staff and players, yes, but you got to think. You're talking about families of 12 players instead of 80 to 80, 90. Yeah, but and the stadiums are so much bigger in football anyway, yeah. so it kind of evens itself out. So it's literally going to be playing on neutral courts mm-hmm. anywhere. It's going to be really weird. That's, that's what makes you nervous about like early season games that you would consider yeah. like cupcakes, like a I I don't even like a not Ball State because Ball State's pretty good, aren't they usually? No, no. You can say Ball State. Ball State, sure. Um, you play a team like that, you know, it's a close game late. They're not going to have the crowd right. on them. Um, right. And usually the crowd scares them to death, and the team that's losing can come back or, and win or, out. Or you're if, a, if you're a Northwestern hosting Iowa or something, it, yes. the crowd might help you stay in it. Uh-huh. More times um, than not now, the better yeah. team's got to win the game. We, we've seen more road teams win in the NFL and college football this year than we have in years past. I expect it to be the same in college basketball this year. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna come down to coaching. 
I mean, the, the coaches got to get the players up. Mm-hmm. The players got to get themselves up, too. Yep. So it's going to be interesting, but uh, college basketball is still fun. I mean, I mean, we haven't had it since the conference tournaments got shut down in March. Uh, I mean, the NCAA's got to do whatever they can to get this season in and get a tournament in. They have to get the NCAA tournament or the NCAA might not be a thing. Yeah. Might not be the worst thing in the world if the NCAA disbands because uh, we know how corrupt uh, they are. Yeah. But uh, we need an NCAA tournament. J-Man needs an NCAA tournament. <laughs> yeah, this might be your best chance in a while yeah. to do something. So, But uh, the NCAA tournament's talking about potentially being all uh, secluded in uh, Indianapolis, which would be cool. I love that. Yeah, it would be really cool. So, But let's get right into the Big Ten. We're going uh, alphabetical order, team by team. That starts with your Illinois Illini. Yeah, um, the Illini, ranked number eight in the country, first time being ranked in the top ten in the preseason since the 04-05 season. Uh, They return. I mean, they got the huge news and arguably the biggest news uh, in college basketball this year as far as guys coming back to school. Um, And Io DeSumo and Kofi Coburn, Io... Um, has been mentioned as a unanimous All-American preseason. Uh, Kofi will be right there as well. I think he'll be a borderline first-team All-Big Ten kind of guy. Uh, they lost Andres Feliz. He was kind of their bulldog. I think they'll really miss him uh, as well coming off the bench. I mean, go out there only six foot one. He's going out there getting six rebounds, six assists, taking a charge, playing great defense. Kind of the heart and soul uh, coming off the bench, and he played, you know, starters minutes. They also lost Alan Griffin, transferred to Syracuse. He somehow got a waiver to play right away, which annoys the crap out of me. Mm, now um, he can step on the chest of ACC of players. somebody else, yes. <laughs> uh, he, he, he can go do whatever he wants now. Uh, that's a big loss, though, because he was a really good shooter, played great late, uh, great offensive rebounder for his size. Um, so I think they're going to miss him. But as far as newcomers, you have Adam Miller coming in, who was named the preseason Freshman of the year. Top 40 recruit. In, in the Big Ten. He was 34th on rivals. They have another top 40 recruit, Andre, Andre Curbelo or Curbeo. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Uh, he was ranked 38th on rivals. He's been kind of compared to, or they say his career could look a lot like Cassius Winston, which, would, ob- which would obviously be just <laughs> unbelievable. Um, he's one of the best passer. He's probably the best passer on the team, one of the best passers in the conference already. Um, haven't seen him play a game yet. Haven't even seen him play a game yet. Uh, <laughs> this this guy was mentioned as the best passer in the class of 2020. Um, he needs to get stronger because he's only like 6'1", 170 or so right now. Um, he needs to work out his shot a little bit. But he'll come off the bench right away with Io coming back. Uh, Coleman Hawkins was another freshman that's coming in. He's 6'10". Great, play, they have another Coleman hyphen somewhere. <laughs> can play the... Uh, his, his name is actually Coleman, first name, last oh, name okay. Hawkins. so it's not uh, Jalen yeah. Coleman-Lance. Yes. Um, okay. He's 6'10". Uh, he averaged six assists per game in high school last year. Uh, Underwood raves about his uh, basketball acumen. He's kind of a stretch four as well, and they think he could even play some three at 6'10". Um, I could only see him playing eight to ten minutes a game just because they're pretty deep. Uh, then they get two transfers coming in as well, Austin Hutcherson. He's dealing with a back injury. He's coming in from a D3 school in Massachusetts. Um, they've said he's the best shooter on the team. Uh, he's six foot seven, athletic. Um, they're hoping he can be another kind of um, kind of a du- Duncan Robinson coming in. Jeez, from you a, got some big comparisons here. Well, no, I'm, the only comparison we're making is he's com- oh, coming, coming from D3 to the Big Ten. Um, they think he'll. He's not nearly as good a shooter as Duncan Robinson okay. is. Okay. Okay. Uh, then they get transferred from Holy Cross, Jacob Grandison, who play a lot at the four. Um, really, some question marks for him. Um, 
it took them a while to get their defense good last year. And with all these new faces, um, the good thing is you get senior Trent Frazier back. I mean, Io's a junior. You have Georgie Bashanishvili, a junior. Forgot about him. Um, Demonte Williams is a senior, so that'll help big time. Um, but we really need Georgie to bounce back. What is are the goals for the team in your mind from a fan standpoint? Um, I mean, no, number one goal, in my opinion, win the Big Ten. Yeah, that's always should be the Big Ten. They haven't done that goal. since 2005. Yep. Um, as far as the rest of it, you know, go make a run to the Sweet 16. I obviously want to get past the Sweet 16. That's what I was going to – it was a Sweet 16 or Elite 8. That's where I was thinking maybe mm-hmm. you were thinking. Yeah, uh, they haven't been to a Sweet 16 since 05. I'm throwing a lot of this. You know, haven't been since 05, yeah. this, yeah. this, that, since 05. Uh, so they're really going to try to do stuff they haven't done in 15 years, yeah. essentially. Um, but I think this team's set up to do that. They have some tough tests early. They play Baylor next Tuesday. However – Baylor's dealing with COVID right now. Their head coach isn't going to be there. And they don't Probably. know if the team, because the, they pulled out uh, of something this past uh, for this when the season starts here this week. Uh, so they don't even know if they'll be able to play. Baylor's ranked number two. That'd be a great chance at an early signature win. And then they go to Cameron Indoor with no fans. No Cameron Crazy. Which is so, nice. Yeah. Uh, we, they could get My a – uh, Easiest environment you'll yeah, ever get there. Ever so. get there. Um, so they have some – some opportunities to make their mark early. Uh, finished fourth in the Big Ten last year. I think they'll finish above that this year. Yeah, they had a 21 and 10 record and a 13 and 7 record in conference last year. And they were looking at being around a seven seed in the NCAA tournament when everything shut down. Um, of course, if they could have won the Big Ten tournament, I mean, they got the double bye. Who knows where they could have ended up? Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, obviously, didn't get that opportunity. Uh, I am over it, though. I think we'll see. If if they lose to North Carolina A and T, I'll be right back. Can't believe they shut the season down last year. Well, uh, let's just hope the season goes smoothly uh-huh. this year. There's going to be a lot of cancellations of games, postponements. Heck, if a player in the Big Ten gets it, he's out 21 days. That's, that's the thing. That's a big strike. I mean, you could be right in the middle of a conference race, get and, one or two guys out, and, then and that's why I think just course of everything. If that happens, the NCA selection committee needs to take that into effect. As well, it'll be interesting how they do how that. They do it. it's, yep. In the past, sometimes they take season in, in, season ending injuries late in the season into effect. Sometimes they don't mm-hmm. really. So it's gonna. And this is obviously see. something they've never had to do before sure. either. <coughs> yep. So that's all I got. That's all you got on them. Yep. Well, I only had three notes. I knew you're gonna. I kind of was just. I literally you, wrote zero notes on Purdue because I knew you'd just roll with it. Yeah. So that kind of did the same. But Indiana Hoosiers coming off a twenty and twelve season last year, nine and eleven in the conference. They were eleventh in the conference. Um, expecting bigger things in year four of the Archie Miller era. They got Trace Jackson Davis returning for his mm-hmm. sophomore season. He's preseason All Big Ten. The race Thompson's going to be back. These are just their bigger guys, Joey Brunk. Of course, they got Finesse. Finesse, I mean, Al Durham, Jerome Hunter. They got five-star guard uh, Christian Lander coming in. Reclassed. He was a original 2021. He's supposed to be uh, a senior in high school right now. So they got some talent. Um, They're on the outside looking in of the top 25, preseason Mm -hmm. top 25 a little bit. But uh, on paper, they look to be uh, pretty talented. Yeah, they're only the only guy they really lost that played a bunch of minutes uh, was Devonte Green. Yes. Uh, from last year, he was he was kind of a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. He can go out there hit you seven threes, or he could go through an zero for fifteen sure uh, kind of thing. He was kind of a chucker. Um, I fully expect this Indiana team to be good, but I don't know how much better they'll be. Uh, than last year as far as standing-wise because I think the Big Ten's so much better in the top, like, seven or so. 
uh, than they were last year. Heck, I think the Big Ten's um, about 10 deep with these teams. I do, too. I do, too. Uh, there's really only maybe three teams that you could say, yeah, they're yeah. not going to be good at all. Yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what kind of year they have. Um, the fan base is kind of split on Archie Miller. Some people love him. Other guys are not as big of a fan. Because last year it, it looked like they were, they were going to get in. The they were going to get 20 in. 20 and 12. So. Um, they were probably looking at about a 10 seed, maybe a 9. Yeah. Uh, they had to play on Wednesday of the Big Ten tournament, and they beat Nebraska. That was the last Big Ten basketball game we everything got. everything shut down. Remember um, how bad Fred Hoiberg looked during that game? Yeah, he was sick, and like they're having him stay on the bench, and it just that night felt like the world was ending yeah, with that's the kind NBA of shutting down. Turned. Uh, Major yep. League Baseball did the next day. Uh, that's when it kind of all Hockey, happened. Hockey, yep. Mm-hmm. Sure did. That's all I got on the Hoosiers. Um, the Iowa Hawkeyes, they're bringing back their best team in a long, long time. They're ranked fifth in the preseason. They're coming off a 20-11 and 11, uh, season last year. They're 11-9 in conference for a fifth-place finish. Luke Garza has been preseason um, not only Big Ten Player of the Year, but National Player of the Year. Was he the National Player of the Year last year as well? I think he was at the end of when's the year. The, when's the last time a National Player of the Year came back? For another season, I should know this, but I don't. <laughs> I feel like feel like there's been somebody we should know, mm-hmm. but maybe Hansborough, maybe could have been. That, I don't know. If that would make you know, sense. I don't know, but uh, you got Garza back. You got CJ Frederick, who shot forty six point one percent from behind the arc last year as a freshman. I believe he's a freshman. Wees Camp's back. McCaffrey's back. Bohannon, yeah, he's a big Jordan one. Bohannon. He only played ten games last year. Um, my biggest question with Iowa is defense. They were 97th last year in defense. They've never played a ton of defense, but they'll score 85-plus. It mean, should. Um, of course, you know, you look at a team like them. Luka Garza gets the COVID yeah, out no, three absolutely. weeks. What yeah. happens, you know? Absolutely. They don't have that low post pressure. They also lost Ryan Creener, mm-hmm. uh, who was some big man depth. Um, there, I thought Joe Wieskamp was kind of a disappointment last year in his sophomore year. They need him to take a step forward uh, this year. But, I mean, I was really good They're loaded. squad. They're loaded. They're going to be up there towards the top all year uh, if they can stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Got the Maryland Terrapins. Uh, they were dynamite last year. They got third in the conference. They had a 24-7 record. Six of the lo- those losses coming in conference. They had a 14-6 record. They lost uh, Cohen. They lost Sticks, who was the top, top 10, 10 draft pick. pick. Yep. <laughs> kind of surprised me. Um so, so those are their big two pieces last year gone. But they have Eric uh, Ayala. I don't know how you pronounce mm-hmm. the last name back. Uh, Daryl Marcel's back. Aaron Wiggins is probably their best player Aaron Wiggins player back. Returning. Dante Scott's back. Uh, they're getting Galen Smith, a transfer from Alabama, mm-hmm. in. They also got a transfer, uh, Aquan Smith, from I can't read my writing. No idea what school that is. Transfer from somewhere. So... <laughs> Uh, it's gonna be interesting. I've I've never been a huge Turgeon fan as as far as in game coach. I think he recruits well, mm-hmm. but I just don't think he's the best X's and O's coach. So. Yeah, they lost their whole team essentially with Cowan and Sticks. Um, this is kind of a transitional year because they've been perennially in that kind of top six easy tournament team. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what they uh, can accomplish this year. Um, yeah, I just I don't know much about them. Uh, they're pretty. Uh, they're kind of older now. I think they all those guys that were sophomores turned to juniors because they had a bunch of sophomores last year. Uh, so they're kind of a wild card team. Yes, in a sense. You got the Michigan Wolverines. They're twenty fifth ranked in the AP poll. They finished ninth in the conference last year. Nineteen twelve record. Ten and ten in the conference. Jawan Howard enters his second year. Isaiah Levers is back this year. Mm-hmm. He was hurt a majority of last year. Franz Wagner's back. He's a preseason All Big Ten player. Uh, they got. Uh, 
They got a grad transfer from Columbia named yeah, Mike, Mike Smith. Smith he Ch- averaged 22.8 points per game last year. Chandick Brown's a transfer from mm-hmm. Wake Chandy Forest. Brown. He also got the top Big Ten recruiting class, mm-hmm. So, uh, which he can prove. He's already proven he can recruit very well. They lost Xavier Simpson and uh, John Teske. Yes. Uh, oh, but, thank goodness. I forgot about Teske. But they all – they get Eli Brooks back as well, um, who broke his nose the game we were at. Do you remember that? He got, I do remember I don't that. know if it went face-to-face or accidentally elbowed. Obi Toppin was national player of the year. Excuse me, not Luca Garza. Really? Last year. Probably should have been Garza. Obi Toppin was really good, but. Now he's a Nick, poor guy. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Michigan looks good on paper. They're going to be an interest, mm-hmm. interesting team. Um, they looked real bad up until, really, Illinois uh, and Io DeSumo hit that buzzer beater against them, and then they turned it on in February, like they did under Bayline Except every year. they started the year, like, ranked top five. They, they did, and then went... So they uh, beat Gonzaga. And, yeah, and then they lost to Illinois yeah. and Champaign, and they kind of went yeah. through the skid until late January, yeah. and then they just turned it on. Yep. You got the MSU Spartans, of course. They're ranked 13th in the AP 22 and 9 record last year, 14 and 6. They were second in the conference, well, technically tied with Wisconsin, but Wisconsin, I think, got the tiebreaker somehow. They I, did. I know they were the one seed in the Big uh-huh. Ten tournament. So lost uh, Winston, Cassius Winston, and Xavier, Xavier Tillman, Tillman, who jumped pro. Both were drafted in the second round last yep. week. Uh, Josh Langford's back this year. Yes, haven't heard him in really two years. He got hurt. Uh, in February, I think it was, maybe January of 2019. Yeah, keeps hurting his foot. Missed pretty much all of last year, and now he's back. We'll see if he can stay healthy. Uh, one of the Hauser twins mm-hmm. is eligible and ready to go for him this year. Joey. Aaron Henry's back, Rocket Watts, Gabe Brown, Marcus Bingham. Bing, mm-hmm. Bingham. 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 So, still loaded. They still got Tom Ezzo, so yep. they're always going to be in the hunt no matter um, what. Rocket Watts, I think, could be a breakout player. Could yep. maybe dub- name to say, Rocket Watts. double his point per game out put from last year um yeah it's michigan state they're gonna be there yeah no matter what yep Uh, minnesota golden gophers coming off a 15 and 16 year last year 8 and 12 in conference for a 12th place finish this i think this is a big year for richard patino Mm -hmm. um he does get marcus carr back one of the elite scorers in the the league in gabe kalashar but they they lost daniel aturu he jumped pro early he seemed like he'd been there for a while um but they got uh Liam Robbins coming in from Drake. Yeah, he's and huge. Boss, um, Gatch, I believe is how you pronounce his name, from Utah. Yeah. So. E- Eli Robbins is seven foot one. Uh, he's from the Quad Cities, which is where my parents live. Um, average about 14 points a game, three blocks at Drake. Be interesting to see if he can keep up with the uh, Big Ten kind of speed. Because, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, there's guys that are now pretty much his size he's going up against. Um, but um, losing Oturu, he, he was great last year. Um, but they get Marcus Carr back, yep. as he said. He's, it might be um, kind of a one-man team, though. I mean, Kyle yeah. Shard's going to help here he, and there. But. He struggled shooting the ball last year. Yeah. He's better as a freshman. Uh, they're kind of, they're kind of an interesting team as well, kind of in that Maryland uh, right there, right Maryland there. Uh, their top recruit. Did you name this? I don't know if you said this. Jamal Mashburn Jr. Oh, I did. I did not have that down. Uh, Jamal Mashburn was a pretty <laughs> wow, good player. That makes me feel old. <laughs> I know it. Nebraska Cornhuskers entering year two of the Fred Hoiberg era. Um, they finished last in conference last year, seven twenty five record, two and eighteen uh, conference record. One of those was against my Purdue Boilermakers. <laughs> pretty, pretty embarrassing. Transfer University. Yeah, you got Trey McGowan's from, from Pitt. Pitt, they have transfer from Nevada. Don't have that one written down. They have a transfer from Western Illinois. Uh, yeah, that is Kobe uh, Webster. West Virginia. Teddy Allen. T. 
TCU. Didn't get that one down. Tennessee. Didn't get that one down. <laughs> Ohio. I just wrote their really good ones down, I guess. And Western Kentucky. Wow. An insane amount of transfers. I really didn't know where to put them in this uh, when I ranked them. Because you have no idea. We just don't know. Well, to go with Trey McGowan's, the transfer from Pitt, they got his brother who's a five-star recruit, mm-hmm. Bryce McGowan's. They also had Kobe King. He transferred right. from Wisconsin, but then he's no longer there. Where I don't is he? Know Did he? Where he ended up. Yeah, no idea. But um, moving on to Northwestern. Another team that was in the bottom cellar of the Big Ten last year finished 13th with an 8-23 record, 3-17 and overall in the conference. They only lost one starter from that team. That was Pat Spencer, the uh, lacrosse player. Mm-hmm. Um, so they got Ryan Young back, um, Boo Booey's back, Miller Cops back, Pete Nance is back. They have freshman Ty Berry and uh, Matt Nicholson, two of their um, key freshmen. Uh, I don't know, man. Chris Collins, it looked like he was the real deal a couple years ago, and it's uh, turned the other way for him. All I wrote about him, because I didn't, I was kind of <laughs> done doing my research a yeah. little bit. I put garbage basketball team. Yeah, they're not going to be very good. Uh, do they, ha- they don't really have any fans um, that would have watched the show, so I don't feel bad about putting garbage basketball yeah. team. We're not doing that much research. Kobe King, it does not say if he uh, ended didn't up anywhere. Up he, he just left, essentially. The Ohio State Buckeyes are ranked 23rd in the AP poll. They're the favorite team of the J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week sponsor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watching. Uh, they were 7th in the conference last year, 21-10 record, 11-9 in conference. They lost Caleb Web- Web- Wesson. Wesson Brothers. Um, both of them, yep. They also lost um, Luther Muhammad, Alonzo Gaffney, and uh, DJ Carton. Where did uh, Muhammad end up? I forgot. I he's s- best. Gosh, I want to say somewhere on the East Coast, but I could be well. Uh, DJ Carton transferred. Iowa State, uh, right? Or no? To Marquette. Marquette. Um, yep. Yeah. They lost a lot. Um, uh, Luther Muhammad, Arizona State. The East Coast, good one, Tanner. Um, <laughs> Kyle Young's back. CJ Walker's back. Um, Dwayne Washington's back. EJ Little's back. They, uh, I think EJ Liddell will be a first-team All-Big Ten uh, guy this year or by the end of his career. They gained Harvard transfer Seth Towns, yep. who averaged 16 points per game in 2018, and they got a transfer from Justice Singh, who averaged 14 points per game in 2019. Yeah, he's from Cal. From Cal. And they got Jimmy um, Sotos from Bucknell. So, a lot uh, of transfers this year in conference. Chris Holtman, uh, pretty good coach. Yes, he um, is. They were they were solid last year, unspectacular, but they were going to be in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I'm not um, sad to see the Wesson brothers go, no. especially Caleb. So then you got the Penn State Nittany Lions. No Pat Chambers at the helm anymore. There, Jim Ferry took over. Yep, um, they were sixth in the conference last year, 21-10 record, 11 and nine. One of those schools that was really disappointed to see everything mm-hmm. come to a halt because they had a chance to make me make a run. They lost Lamar Stevens, one of the best players to ever come through to school, and Mike Watkins, who looked like he was 45 the whole year, the whole time in his career. Well, there. he was there 45 years, yeah. too. Uh, Myron Jones is back. Smiles dread. He can go off. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, Brockington, I believe. Isaiah, Isaiah Brockington. Uh, but besides that, I don't have any notes on <laughs> Um, I didn't really put anything else on them either. Um, I think they'll take a pretty sizable step back this year. Uh, yeah, that was kind of their one team that was set up to do uh, some damage because Lamar Stevens can carry you. I mean, he would have been, if not, the he might have already been the all-time leading scorer in yes. um, Penn State history. Uh, Mike Watkins blocked shots into the 12th row. Uh, but they lose those guys, and uh, who knows if they'll ever get a chance 
like that again. Oh, yeah. Got a feel for them and, and Rutgers, who we're going to talk <laughs> about here in a little bit. But uh, Purdue Boilermakers lost quite a bit. Uh, Evan Boudreaux, Jod Proctor, and then they lost via transfer Nogel Eastern, who was a two-year starter. Matt Harms, who was a two-year starter. Matt Harms went to Brigham Young. Eastern went to Howard after trying to go to Michigan. It's a really weird scenario there. This Purdue team's going to be extremely young. No seniors at all. Five new newcomers, even though two of them are red shirts, but I'm calling newcomers because <laughs> they've never played in a game. Sure. That's Mason Gillis, Brandon Newman, um, Jalen Ivey, uh, um, Ethan Morton, and Zach Eady. Um, I look for one, if not two of those guys to, to start. I think Ivy's got a good chance to start, and I think Newman, possibly. Now, Ivy might come off the bench. Sasha Stavanovich might end up starting to start the year, but I'm not sure what the starting lineup's going to look like. Uh, projected starting point guard Eric Hunter Jr., who is a junior on the team, is out. Uh, they were saying six to eight weeks with a lower leg injury. It might be closer to four. Um, Painter said he's coming along with his um, rehab really well, his recovery. Ethan Morton, though, one of the freshmen that Matt Painter says is the best uh, passer he's ever recruited, which is pretty high praise because Dakota Mathias was a pretty good passer a couple years ago, the Midwestern Cowboy, who got signed to a two, two-way two deal by the uh, Philadelphia 76ers this past week. Um, but Morton's got – he's recovering from mono. Um, so that takes a while to get your legs back. He's been practicing. Not sure if he's going to play Wednesday against Liberty. Um I just have no idea what to expect. I was pretty team. They still got a great coach. Um, death, death, Texas, Matt Painter, as John Rothstein says, as my shirt says here. So I, I like, I like them in that standpoint. I think they'll be in the games just from a coach, coaching standpoint. I think this is a team though that's got to take some lumps early and often and get better as the year goes on. I think they have a chance to be uh, decent. Um, I think they're a year away from being really good. I though. do too. I think uh, next year when they get all these guys back, assuming nobody leaves, and then they get two top 40 players in the nation and two top in-state kids and Caleb First and Trey Kaufman-Wren. And then they signed a 2022 or got a commit from a 2022 in-state guy, Fletcher Lawyer, today. So Matt's starting to get that momentum going with in-state recruiting, which is nice to see them not lose that in-state talent. So I think they're going to be built after this year for about three or four really strong years. But uh, this year could be some growing pains. It'll be interesting to see if they pass this thing where guys can transfer to a different school without sitting out a year uh, once because that could completely change the landscape of college sports. I hope they don't, but I bet they do. Ah, and um, Purdue's got to rely heavily on Travion Williams, who was a Big Ten preseason um, player selection. So, then you got Rutgers. We kind of mentioned them a little bit ago. They are ranked twenty fourth. They were eighth in the conference with a twenty and eleven record, eleven and nine in conference. But they were looking at their first conference or their first NCAA tournament berth since the early nineties. Ninety one. Ninety one. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say ninety three. Geo Baker's back. One of the conference's best scores. Ron Harper Ron Jr.'s Harper back. Jr. Miles Johnson's back. Jacob Young's back, mm-hmm. so they got their core They're back. Be good again. Uh, Pykele's a good coach. Lost uh, Akwasi Yaboa. Yep. Uh, Thank goodness he took that name. I didn't um, write that down on purpose. Huge fan of Steve Pykele. He's done an yeah. unbelievable job there taking over. I don't even remember who the guy was. He was awful. Um, I can picture him in my head. He, he played in the Eddie NBA. Jordan. Eddie Jordan. Yeah. Nah, Eddie Jordan. I yeah. think that's yeah. yeah I'm pretty yeah, sure. I think so. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, Steve Peichel's done a heck of a job there. That should be pretty tough this year. And then you got Wisconsin, the defending Big Ten champs, 21-10 and 10 record last year, 14-6 in conference, ranked seventh in the preseason polls. Five seniors returning. They got Trice returning, Davidson. Thank goodness he's a senior. Uh, Reeve, uh, Reaver, Revers, Reavers, Reavers, uh, Potter, and Ford. They had only lost Pretzel. He was their only um, guy who played significant minutes. Besides so Kobe King, but they lost him midseason. T- that turned him around, mm-hmm, if you remember did. right. Um 
They have a five-man recruiting class led by Ben Carlson coming in. So we'll see what Great Guard does. Um, he uh, really saved himself for many years to come last year. They're ranked seventh. They were the worst Big Ten champion of my lifetime last year. Um, that team had the easiest Big Ten schedule out of anyone, playing a bunch of good teams just once. Um, I just I don't think they'll be in even that top five yep. this year. So. Well, you don't think they're going to be in the top five, so who do you got as the – I think, think I should know this one. But. Let's go 14-1. to one. Okay, that's fair. I have Northwestern 14th. I got Penn State. That's fair. 13th, who you got? Nebraska. I have Nebraska 13th. Um, I kind of want to switch them and Penn State, though, because Penn State's my 12. I got um, Northwestern at 12, mm-hmm. and I kind of want the f- – yeah, those bottom three can kind of shuffle around. Mm-hmm. I feel like they're by far the bottom three yeah. of, the, of the big time. Um, I have Minnesota 11th. I do as well. Maryland 10th. I do as well. Purdue 9th. I do as well. <laughs> Indiana 8th. I got, uh, I believe, Michigan 8. Ooh, we're way off on Michigan. Yes, I got Michigan 8. Way off. Ohio State 7. I got Ohio State 7. Wisconsin 6. Indiana 6th. Rutgers 5. Rutgers 5. Michigan State 4. Michigan State 4. Michigan 3. Wisconsin 3. Um, Iowa 2. Illinois 2. I had to have Illinois first. I actually, I mean, I don't know if they'll actually win it. Uh, but just the fact I can actually say that makes me excited. So I had them number one. I got the Hawkeyes number one. And winning the whole dang thing. So I'm kidding. not going to make any no, final either. four predictions this year. Um, I think we can I both agree on Big Ten Player of the Year. Probably Luca Garza Should again. Should be. Um, I'm hoping Io can do it because that would be awesome. Um, Coach of the Year. I don't even want to make a guess uh, at that. No idea. That's too hard. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that is our Big Ten basketball mm-hmm. preview show. The show's not over. No. Preview is. Yes. But uh, that was fun. Yeah. I love talking college hoops. Yeah. Want to go straight into the NFL? we got about 18 minutes left. Yeah, let's so. do it. Let's three winners, the, three losers, or we can do two winners, two losers. Let's go three winners, three losers, uh, starting with the winners. Um, Indianapolis Colts. Yep, they're one of my winners. Come back from, I think they were 15 down at half. Yeah, they are. Aaron Rodgers has lost to the Colts now twice in his career when being up 14-plus points, mm. and I think he's only done that like three or four times in his career. Yeah, the Colts, I thought we were going to choke it away because they had about 12 holding penalties in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rivers got a little banged up there. They found a way to win, forced a turnover in overtime, got a chip shot field goal. Uh, Colts are a really good football team. Yes, they are. <clears throat> a big matchup this week against mm-hmm. Titans. Uh, another winner of mine. Tennessee Titans were another winner of mine. Uh, as we said, they could play the Colts this week. Uh, overtime win in Baltimore. Um, got down double digits as well in the second half. Came back and won. Derek Henry was just a monster. I'm gonna go with the Carolina Panthers. C.J. Walker. That was cool. Cool story. Just keeps uh, yeah, his name. That's not his name. P- P.J. P.J. I see. I Too much sauce. I was thinking of the guard on Ohio State, but he's uh, still there. We didn't even mention him. Yes, I, I did mention. Oh, him. you did. Yeah. Real quick with my rundown of returning mm. players. But uh, P.J. Walker was 5-0 in the XFL before it shut down. Now he's 1-0 with the Panthers. So pretty cool. They shut out the Lions. First time the Lions have been shut out in the Stafford era. Last time they were shut out, Dante Culpepper was their quarterback. You're taking all my notes for the losers category, except the Lions as a loser. <laughs> Sorry. I said had a chance to get to 5-5 five and five, right back in the thing of things in the NFC, yep. but laid an egg against backup quarterback yep. and XFL legend P.J. Walker. Yep. Shut out for first time in Stafford Since era. Since Culpepper. son of a gun. Yep. We didn't even compare notes before. <laughs> nope. so, um, New Orleans Saints were another one of my winners. Yeah. Uh, just playing without Drew Brees. Taysom Hill got the start, and he played really well. Yes, he did. Uh, Brees broke 11 rips. Yeah. 
painful. Sa- Sage, I think he could be back in week 16, they think. Sage Rosenfels tweeted he broke one rib, and he still feels it 12 years later. Yeah. So uh, it's insane that Breeze uh, did that. My last winner, I got to go with the Broncos mm-hmm. just just because they beat your Dolphins. That's the only reason. If they beat anybody else, I really wouldn't, unless it's like the Chiefs or the Raiders, I wouldn't care that much. But if I can brag just a little for one show, I got to do it. I was pretty bad when Illinois kicked Purdue's butt twice twice last year, so I deserve it. I deserve it. I do take solace in the fact that they're still six and four and get the Jets and Bengals absolutely <laughs> coming was, up. But still, it was just surprising that the Broncos owned a line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Yeah. I hadn't seen I, that I thought all year. they might on defense, but off, their offensive line played well, and I thought the Dolphins would be able to get pressure all day, and they didn't get one sack. Yeah, and the Broncos got. At least six sacks. They had six. On two, I knew they had six on two. I don't think Fitz got sacked once. Uh, Losers, I said Lions. Uh, Dolphins were one of my losers, but I don't really want to talk about them. Uh, New England Patriots, another loser. Had a chance to get to five and five, just like the Lions, and back in the convo, at least in the AFC. Blues to the now three and seven Houston Texans. After playing that great game on Sunday night against Baltimore, they went out and could not replicate. Minnesota Vikings lose their mind. <laughs> Just when I thought they were going to get back to 500, starting to play good ball, you lose the Andy Dalton led mm-hmm. um, Dallas Cowboys. C- kind of the same as the Lions in a sense. Um, another loser mind, the Las Vegas Raiders. I, of course, I don't like them, but I also don't like the Chiefs. So I kind of I kind of wanted the Raiders to beat them last night. Uh, I thought the Raiders' offense played as bad as well as you could ask for. Their defense just isn't good enough to stop Kansas City's, but really, whose is who's when is. they're clicking? And Mahomes did what Mahomes does late, but that's <coughs> if the Raiders won last night, they would have swept the mm-hmm. Chiefs, which nobody's done that since the Broncos in 2015. They're the no, only team that's really given besides who Kansas Chargers. City? The Chargers gave them a scare early, yeah. uh, but Raiders know what they're doing against yeah, them. They're a good football team. If they would have won that, they were right there for the West. I know. Now it's Kansas yep, City's division. Um, Derek Carr's having a great year. He just doesn't turn the ball over. Mm-hmm. So I don't. I still still questions out if he's really Gruden's guy, but I don't know why he wouldn't be. Yeah, I mean, he let him hit the market. A lot of teams probably mm-hmm. nab him up. And my last loser, the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, <coughs> the NFC East is garbage. I know you say that. I mean, they um, are. They are. But the leader of that division is the Eagles at three, six, and one. It's not the uh, last. They just can't play well. Carson Wentz is arguably a bottom eight quarterback in the NFL right now. Um, he's just. He threw one of the worst pick sixes I've ever seen. He should not. They need to go to Jalen Hurts. Need to go to Jalen Hurts. They're three, six, and one. Still have a chance, obviously, to win the division because they're um, right there. But Jalen Hurts gives them a better chance to win right now than Carson Wentz does. Don't know why uh, Doug Peterson um, has not pulled the plug yet. I don't know either. Um, but uh, the Browns, on the flip side, the Browns are they one of the worst seven and three teams you've ever seen? The worst seven and three team I've ever seen. Yep. But they're, they're going to get in the playoffs. I know. It's pathetic. Let's get right into our picks for Week 12. Thanksgiving Day games. We yes. have, starting off, the Houston Texans at the Detroit Lions. This is a tough one. It was a tough uh, one. But uh, it's hard for me to pick against the Lions on Thanksgiving. I'm going to the Lions, but with two confidence points. I have the Houston Texans uh, for three. We didn't even do this. Oh, but yeah. Tanner, How did I forget? For the first time in five weeks, five weeks, gets the belt. Uh, the streak uh, he had of losing uh, was essentially equivalent to uh, the Cubs not winning the World Series in 108 years, but the son of a gun finally usurped it from me. Well, now I'm going to keep um, it like Bruno San Martino kept the WWF. I just want one last look. Uh, belt for 11 years. That's my goal. All great thing. historic things must come to an end, and I have to uh, pass the belt on for one week only. I will happily sling it over my shoulder. Houston Texans for three. 
The Washington football team at the Dallas Cowboys. Cowboys got a big win yesterday, like I said. I think they keep the momentum going. I'm taking them for three. I'm taking the Dallas Cowboys for 13. I think Holy they, smokes. I think they, that coming. they whoop the uh, Washington football team. Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Baltimore's reeling right now. Yeah, they have both their top two running backs are on the COVID list now. Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins today, Ooh, both on bad. the COVID did list. So that. don't think they have a chance, but I didn't change my points. I, I have either. the Steelers for four. I have the Steelers for six. Uh, I don't really think Pittsburgh's playing that well either. They've kind of been benefit they, of they what their schedule is. They might go in the regular season looking at their schedule. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Um, I, d- I don't think – they. I don't know if they win a playoff game either. I think they'd – I just don't. I think they're good, but I just don't view them as being com- comparable to Kansas. If they City. win it, Big Ben needs to retire. Go out on top. Sure, why not? Las Vegas Raiders at the Atlanta Falcons. Got the Raiders for six. I have the Raiders for twelve. Um, I just Atlanta's done. I don't know if they win another game this year. They're it's time for them bad. to look at a different quarterback. Different quarterback just need to maybe tear it down. Yeah. Uh, they had their chance a few years ago, and they no. Oh, you're up twenty five. Super lead. Bowl. You can't ask for much more. Los Angeles Chargers at the Buffalo Bills. Looking at my uh, my confidence points here, I kind of hate myself. <laughs> I got the Bills for fifteen. I have the Bills for sixteen, so I don't hate myself nah, nearly as much. I don't think it's. Um, I think it's no brainer. Even though Herbert's. One of the bright young stars in the NFL, that mm. dude. Yeah, I good. hate it. I he's hate good, it. Man. It sucks being in the AFC West. <laughs> but he's, he's good. We have the New York football giants at the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Ooh, prayers up Joe to Joe Burrow. Burrow. No ACL, ACL tear, MCL tear, more damage, damage in his leg. It's really what the Bengals get for not getting him some offensive line help. They he need to learn. They're doing what there. the Colts did to Andrew Luck. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bengals need to go tackle, 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 tackle in the draft <laughs> center. Um, <laughs> taking the Giants for 13. Taking the Giants for 11. Um, Giants need to keep winning. They might end up winning the division, too. Everyone's right there. It's pathetic. They Just disband they our NFCs for a year. You're going to put them on primetime every week late don't, in the year because it's going to have playoff implications. They shouldn't have let any of them in. Yeah. Just take the seven best teams. Tennessee Titans at the Indianapolis Colts. Great game here. It's mm-hmm. for the AFC South for the lead. I got the Colts, but for one. I have the Tennessee Titans for two. I struggle picking the Colts for some reason. Well, we do. We don't know for some reason. You don't like them. <laughs> it's not a secret. I, I don't hate them as much as I used to. I will say that. The Carolina Panthers at the Minnesota Vikings. I've been ripping the Vikings, yet I pick them, and I'm taking Same. them for seven. I'm taking the Vikings for five. Uh, Arizona Cardinals at the New England Patriots. Cardinals coming off a tough loss. Uh, in Seattle. They had a bye week this past week. Um, they played on Thursday. Oh, that's right. You're so, right. Nope. Essentially. Yep. Um, yeah, I forgot about that game. Cardinals for 10. I have the Cardinals for 10 as well. Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. Taking the fish for 16 back-to-back weeks. I've Don't put like all that. my confidence points in them. Don't like that. I have the Dolphins for 9. Could see the Dolphins losing this. If oh, they do, man. you might not hear from me for a while. <laughs> uh, Replacements I send in your resume. <laughs> Cleveland Browns at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars stink. They've given they up. Real uh, Browns for 14. I'm taking the Jaguars for one. I just I think this Browns team's garbage, man. And they're 7-3. and three. I think they're due for a slip-up. I think this it's going to happen this That'd week. That'd be quite the slip-up. New Orleans Saints at the uh, hot Denver oh, Broncos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glad they got the win yesterday with their schedule. Like I said, told you off-air, I still think the Broncos going at best 6-10, and 10, but 4-12 and 12 or 5-11 and 11 is probably more likely. Give me the Saints for nine. I have the Saints for four. Uh, I could see Denver keeping it close. Uh, Drew Locke can't turn the ball over. 
Um, well, he only did it once yesterday. And it was early, and I thought, he's going to have like six. Yeah, he started off 0 for 6, and then he got in the groove. <laughs> um, yeah, give me the Saints for 4. San Francisco 49ers at the Los Angeles Rams, who kick off here in about an hour. Give me the Rams for 8. I have the Rams for 14. Uh, you're a big Shanahan guy, I but am. they are thrashed <laughs> with injuries. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City uh, Chiefs at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This should be a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it's in Sunday night matchup. But, uh, of course, give me, it's Sunday night give matchup. Me the, one of those. Give me the Chiefs for five. I have the Chiefs for eight. Uh, I just think they're better um, than Tampa Bay. Is uh, Chicago Bears at the Green Bay Packers? Bears did not lose this week. Well, they're five and five. They're reeling right now. Packers coming off a tough overtime loss to the Colts. You mean the Packers for twelve? I have the Packers for fifteen. Um, Bears started out. Were they five and one and lost yes. four in a row? Um, I think Bears might win one more game, maybe two. Nagy, he's gone. Ryan Pace should be gone. So, uh, what old guy are they going to hire? Um, Marty Schottenheimer. All right. Marvin Lewis. Good call. Uh, Seattle Seahawks at the Philadelphia Eagles to wrap up. Well, a a bird's going to win this game, but um, give me the Sea Chickens for 11. I have the Seahawks for seven. Um, Carson Wentz is garbage. Real bad. Terrible. Jalen Hurts needs to be starting. That's our picks. We uh, got about seven minutes. We need to rifle through our. uh, Week 6, Big 10 picks. This will be the J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week. I think every Big 10 game this week will be decided by at least 14 points. I think every game is going to be pretty much a blowout. Yeah. Um, looking at the schedule. I have a feeling we're going to agree on all the picks, yep. so this isn't going to be fun at all. J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watching for life, home, auto, renters, business, workers' comp, and farm insurance. Contact Travis at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watching at infb.com. He can now sell insurance in Ohio. Yeah. I don't remember what he said he could sell, though. I think it was it was renters. I got it. I'm yeah. not going to guess. Auto. Home, renters, auto, and life. Home and life. So he's uh, selling insurance in Ohio. Yep. So if you're watching from Ohio, give Travis a call at 219-869-4561. Yeah, we don't have too much time to recap anything in the Big Ten over the weekend. but uh, Friday afternoon. I would love to have a word with the Big Ten uh, side <laughs> judge up there in, in Minneapolis. A dude from St. Paul, Minnesota. It's been uh, part of a screwy finish with Minnesota back in 2018 against Fresno State. Uh, Payton Durham did extend his arm. I'm not going to say he didn't. Great call. But <laughs> if he pushed him at all, that guy didn't go backwards. Did, um, did you watch John Boy's? Yes, uh, I did. Did no. you? That, that was pretty funny. Fantastic. His, his, break, his breakdown. Um, he did give the official credit that he threw it before the guy caught a touchdown yep. because if he would have caught it and then threw it, then you knew. Yeah. Um, so. But it's interesting. He didn't throw it when the initial contact. Maybe mm-hmm. it got stuck or something, but – it happened so I, fast. I, it was cheap. I don't know how you call that that yep. in that point of the game. Let's just put it this way. FanDuel, DraftKings, and another big mobile online betting service gave everybody their money back that bet on Purdue money line or with the spread. So <laughs> that kind of tells you something. They also did that in the Indiana-Penn State game in week one. So I'm mad about this one. It's going to stick with me for a while just for how it ended, but uh, got to move on. So Nebraska at Iowa Friday uh, afternoon after Thanksgiving. They're really tradition. trying to make this a traditional rivalry. They put um, it on, on Friday yeah. uh, for a while now. After but give me the Hawkeyes for five. Iowa's starting to play well. Have Iowa for five. Northwestern at Michigan State. Got Northwestern for six. Have Northwestern for six. Maryland at Indiana. 
Indiana for four. I have Indiana for four. No, what? Are you for oh four? My gosh. Penn State at Michigan. Michigan for one. I have Michigan for one. Ohio State at Illinois. Ohio State for seven. Ohio State for seven. Minnesota at Wisconsin. Wisconsin for two. We differed. Wisconsin for three. <laughs> That's this is gonna. Well, we could just all get the same. Uh, we yeah. could get the same anyway. Uh, Rutgers at Purdue. Uh, Purdue for three. I uh, Purdue for two. So we're, it doesn't matter <laughs> it doesn't what matter. happens. Um, unless well, unless Minnesota beats Wisconsin. Yeah, some some stuff could happen, I guess. If Minnesota beats Wisconsin, you would win, and all the other games stay the same because I would lose by one. I don't want to win three. bad enough to root for PJ Flex. So. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. Can't stand that guy. He's easily my least favorite coach. I thought maybe Scott Frost was Fleck. Head and shoulders. Can't stay in Nebraska's them. garbage, though. Getting just demolished by a horrendous Yeah, we got to think what's, what's in it for their players anymore unless they love Probably. to play. Yeah. I mean, it's getting to that um, point all across the college football landscape. Yeah. Uh, Notre Dame fighting Irish. Uh, missing two starting offensive linemen. Traveling to Chapel Hill to face another ranked team in North Carolina. Do the Irish get it done? No. Give me uh, give me Carolina. Going with the upset, um, huh? They're missing two offensive linemen. I don't know why I like this upset pick, but uh, I like picking against the Irish. I do think the Irish get this one done, but I think it's close. Um, it's going to set up an interesting rematch in a couple weeks. Are you ready again for your uh, birdie bogey? Let's hear it. Uh, Heisman Trophy started back in, I believe it was 1935. Since then, there's only been three wide receivers to win the Heisman Trophy. Can you name two of them? Tim Brown. Tim Brown was one from the uni- from Notre Dame uh, in 1987. Desmond Howard. Desmond Howard was another one. He was the last one to do it in 1991. He's a wide receiver slash punt returner. Let's see. I want to get this third one. Um, I don't even have a name that's coming into my mind. Johnny Rogers, wide receiver slash running back, 1972, Nebraska. Nebraska, yep. Yeah. Um, I was talking about this with uh, Andrew Eiler and Evan Webb to – close friends of the show and we were wondering who the last time who the last wide receiver was to win the Heisman and I said Dee Westbrook from Oklahoma was in contention a few years ago but wasn't in serious contention Randy Moss was in contention when um, Woodson won an overpaid Manning Charles Woodson back in the late 90s my arms hurt but uh, yeah correct you got it awesome you got you got a birdie so uh, I, I figured you'd get the two you got I didn't think you'd get Rogers so why don't you wrap us up there, J-Man, for episode 210 of the Tan and J-Man Show. Thanks for watching the Tan and J-Man Show. Uh, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, and on Twitter. Get some merch. We have a uh, promo code where you can get 20% off. Promo code. Some items. I, 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 not all items, but uh, use the promo code 4, F-O-U-R, all caps, because this Saturday makes four years of the existence of the Tan and J-Man Show. Get some swag. Which is um, a new shirt on there, too. So it talks about the existing, the established year of the Tanner J-Man Show. Thanks for watching. Have a great Thanksgiving and safe yes, Thanksgiving, yes. everybody. Eat some good food. And we'll be back at it next Monday to talk about uh, a bunch of sports topics. The champ <laughs> out. See ya.